Welcome to... Episode 3 of Meet the Elgins. Okay. So today we're going to see... Um, I In the previous podcast, Ethan said we were going to talk about something about marriage at some point. Maybe we will. Sorry, today I have a different question. I've like saved a topic to talk to Ethan about during this time. So... We have not talked about this beforehand. So I'm really... Uh, should I be concerned? Well, we're also going to hope that I can look at something while this continues to record. Success. Okay. So, um, I came across a song. It's like a n- number one something right now, and it has been for, I don't know, two days or something. Like, some, they hit the number one spot. And... It's a proclaimed Christian guy, and the song has many things in it, many lyrics that um, seem like truth, right? But then there are other things that I'm like, what? Do, how do I discern this? So when I listen to the song, it's a rap song. The artist is Jimmy Levy, as well as High Res, and it's the song is called This Is A War. And they are talking about some of the things in society and culture right now. Also, the, the, the musical aspect of it, I'm like, yay, great. I, like, when I started listening to it, I was like, yay. Um, like, Christians are actually producing some good quality music here. That's not just... Um, yeah, that's not just like a... Like a church hymn type song. Like, that is great music too. But this was like... Oh, a different genre, getting into the rap scene, yay, Christians are doing something. Right, but then, like, as it goes on, I was like, I just don't know. So, I'll read you a few of the lyrics. I'm more like, how do we discern as Christians, as, like, true Bible-believing Christians, how do we discern people who call themselves Christians and say things that sound pretty much like Christian things, but then some things that aren't, right? Do we call them an immature believer? Do we call them a non-saved believer? (laughs) That would not be the right phrase. <laughs> do we do we call them an a uh, non like a proclaimed Christian who really isn't following anyway? I'm gonna just read you some lyrics. We can talk about it. Okay. So they're talking about current culture and they're saying like this is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. This is a war on tradition. Um, right? Like okay, good. We agree. Society. There is a war going on. Um. You know, just talking about things like the government is giving us things that we should be questioning. We don't want to just be um, sheep following for the slaughter. You know, I'm guessing this is not a biblical reference on sheep. This is like, we don't want to be lemmings type deal. Um, So I get that, right? But he later says the government should be dismantled. Um, And we need to go to battle and prepare for this war. So then I'm like, okay, is the war he's talking about now the spiritual war we previously thought he was talking about? Or is the war now the dismantlement of the government? <laughs> 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 Not sure I can get on board with that part. Uh, and then later on, they're actually cursing. This right? is a trending song. It was the number one a few days ago. Wow. Yeah. So like, that's also where I was like, wow, great. Like Christian values, number one song. And then I'm like, oh, maybe after I listened, right? Like, is it? It's not. Yeah. So then later he's like cursing. He's using the F word and things. Um, 
Right? So anyway, how... There's this song, so be it. But the overall thought is how do we discern things that are like seemingly part truth from someone claiming to be a Christian? Nothing on his Facebook page or his Instagram page and things looks damning. Okay. Um, Some of his other songs do not have cursing in them. They seem, you know, like so-so on whether I think they're a Christian song. Um, but they don't seem, but right. Um, so I'm like, anyway, I don't, what do we do? What do we do with material that proclaimed Christians put out there that have, you know, some probably unbeneficial things said within the art material? <clears throat> so I'm a little under the weather. I, are, are you asking me, like, what do I think about this in general? Or how do we as Christians understand um, this song? Uh, what do you ask? I would say like, well, because this is what we were hoping to do anyway. What do you think specifically? Like, how would you respond to it? Christianity is an anarchy, but this song is. What? It what dis- dismantle the government. Okay. Okay. Christianity does not promote anarchy yet. This song seems to be. Okay. Okay. Cor- correct. I mean, <clears throat> I- God establishes the government so that they might be a, what is the word? Someone who enforces God's law, not someone who is, and rewards good. Romans 13. <clears throat> but he wants to tear it down. And I, and I get, I'm, I'm glad he's angry at the current, at what's happening. So I, I like that. I think that's Yeah, cool. I know. I'm right in like, talking about, like, this is a war on religion. This is a war on culture. This is a war on our children. I, I was like, He's not yes, wrong. He's thank you. He's absolutely right. You know. Some Christians don't want to even accept that. Yeah, that, like, things that are currently happening in government as well as just, like, in American society, in world-dominating culture, you know, yeah, they're... they're just shut up and talk about Christ. That's the idea. Yeah, not that he's promoting. That's the idea that sometimes we're seeing, right. right? And we're like, no, let's talk about the times. Let's understand the times. Let's, you know, whatever. Um, but okay, so then maybe in a right, I saw when I read the lyrics, I saw that he was not someone to maybe emulate, or okay. that some of his ideas were wrong. I I see that. Um, but then in a then maybe where I'm going with this too is. In terms of the arts and media, how do we as Christians decide what to consume or not? Like, how do... Right, we've talked about different streaming platforms that don't line up with our values 100%. You know, things that we're like, well, then do you just stop completely everything? How do you discern... It's a conversation we've had before, but... There's a difference between, in my mind, there is a difference between consuming versus understanding the culture. If you're trying to understand the culture, I think that's fine to see what they're singing about. I think reading the lyrics is probably the best way of doing it. Mm -hmm. But consuming has like an aspect of enjoying. Like I do this on my leisurely time to just kick back and relax. Yeah, there's something weird about that. Okay. I, I would absolutely, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. So, should Christians not? Hmm. That's what you should be doing with like hymns and 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 
songs consuming. of worship. Okay. That should be your consuming in your leisure. Not worldly. Would Would this be stating then, we've never talked about this, but would this be stating then that we really shouldn't listen to music that isn't... I'm saying this and I'm like, uh, well, of course I see the answer, but I'll finish my statement. Should we not listen to something that isn't wholly glorifying to God? <laughs> Should we mm. should we consume? Maybe I should. So, like I said, consuming versus like understanding the culture. I think yeah. Are two different okay. things. Um, m- music is weird. Music is strange to me because it, it 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 taps into your emotions in ways many things do not. Yeah. So were you to be listening for pleasure to things that were against God? Yeah, it does seem like. It seems like you're choosing avenues to distance yourself from the glory of God, what God can produce. It's kind of going back to what we said in the first podcast of like, you should be doing, if you see the beauty and wonderment of any of the arts in a God glorifying way, nothing else should even be satisfactory comparatively. So, yeah, okay. I think I'm also maybe referencing, like, movie or TV streaming services. Like, I was talking about that, too. Like, okay, if we're consuming something on Netflix or Disney+, Plus, but there are clear things about those corporations that we disagree with as Christians, do we continue watching things on it? Do we continue... It's a good question. I don't have a good answer, to be honest. Um, because I know. We've wrestled I, with this for a few months. I do think certain movies are just plain out disgusting. Well, movies, yes. Yeah. Uh, but also, but then, they, they were filmed in, like, that Mulan movie. Yeah. I mean, it's filmed in a place where the Uyghurs are being kicked out, persecuted, and killed. Yeah, and being put into genocidal camps, but the UN just won't call it that. Or yeah. they'd have to do something. Yeah, but you, maybe you shouldn't watch that movie, given the circumstances. <laughs> Yeah. It's pretty horrible. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure. I, I Even a movie that is not non-glorifying to God, should we be watching? I think that's a good question. I don't have an answer. Yeah. Because the, the book I'm actually reading, which is a Christian book too, um, it was talking about, like, we should enjoy fiction. Like, fiction should be good. We shouldn't just throw fiction out and whatnot but i don't think he went into more depth but i'm thinking he's probably referencing more fiction of the past or fiction from societies that were trying to be christ-centered right so like uh, tolkien's books lord of the rings like they are not allegories they are not they're purely fiction. Yeah, it's pure fiction. But like, but since he was a Christian, he's going to make a book that doesn't have sinful plots and themes in it for, right. for you to consume, right? There's not going to be lust and um, like sexual lust. There's not going to be sexual things in there. There's not going to be um, crudeness or whatnot. You know, yeah, he, because he's wanting to write from a purity of heart that is glorifying God. But there's so much fiction out there today that is like, you should really be wary of. I mean, I love reading, and yet it is so very hard to not, to find a book 
that is not um, having sexual content. Yeah, even like little tiny pieces of books that I'm just like, oh, this whole book is about something else. And then here you are putting in this sexual scene that I'm just like, I really, it's really hard to find fiction that does not have explicit content in it. And right, then, the whole, the whole, what is it, the Game of Thrones movement. Oh, well, that's like a lot of explicit content, but yes, go on. But the, I think they're going to try to do something with that same idea to the Lord of the Rings series that Amazon's oh. coming up with, which is very upsetting. But it's this whole idea. We, we, knew, we knew someone that made a book, my stepmother. Like, she made a book, and the, the publishers, it was a publisher, right? Yeah. They were constantly trying to change her book about her life and add scenes that were completely made up and spiced up the book. And it was supposed to be an autobiographical work. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sad that people do that, but it's all in the name of what will make more money. Yeah, and at this day and age, it's if it's sex, sex, slap it everywhere. Yeah, throw a, a soft porn scene in here, and it'll sell better. That's pretty horrible. But no one can stand on their integrity. This is going to be turning into a rant, but um, we they they can't avoid sexual content. It's if you're going to be published or produced in a bigger setting, yep. yeah, you pretty much have to include it. And that's poison I mean, for a child's mind. I say have to, and as in like people without integrity feel as if they have to. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what else. I. I think we should get to the point where we say, if this is not good, then we should stop doing it. I Because I, okay. it makes people really uncomfortable, to, the th- Christians really uncomfortable to say, but I want to watch all these movies, I want to listen to all this music, I want to do all these things. Because who produces the most of anything? Non-Christians. Right. Non-Christians produce the most well, it's movies. It's not always that way, but yeah. yes. The most books, the most music, um, the most visual art, and yeah, yeah, I mean... But, but again, people need to get to the point of. Even if it looks good or sounds good or whatnot, if it. If this is bad, I should not be doing it. Yeah. And if it is, then I, I want to stop even though I don't want to stop. Yeah. Like I've. It's taken a lot of discipline and self-control for me to do that over the years. But um. yeah, even in, in shows or books i don't i really don't listen actually to that much music that is not christian music um produced by christians i should say uh but yeah to to get halfway through a book and then be like oh this woman is actually degrading her husband all the time and then in real life i am being tempted to degrade my husband like i must stop this book um that's actually hard to do, right? Because I'm like, oh, but Berlin, just you just want to finish the story, just it's okay, just finish the story, and then I'm like, no, <laughs> the woman degrading her husband is making me want to degrade my husband in real life. I must stop reading this, <laughs> and I must get rid of the book. Like I cannot own this book anymore because it's not, it's not beneficial for my Christian life to continue reading. You know, it's the same with books or or, or I mean movies or music too. We should be able to get to that point where we say, no, you know, the this feels off with the Holy Spirit and I need to stop. It's funny. We, we watched a movie 
<clears throat> that was from, I think, the 70s, 60s. And the movie, the whole plot was... Um, I mean, it, there, there was a point in the plot where the man is cheating on his wife, but the movie seemingly just glazed over it and didn't really care. You know, you know what movie I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I do. That bothered me up and down. <clears throat> um, but I think it should. There's certain things that, I, that should not be, be even tolerated. I mean, if it's depicted, depicted in the movie, that's one thing. But when it's glorified in the movie? Yeah. Like, it's okay. Like the whole be movie was about a relationship between a man and a woman, and it was mentioned at one point that the man had a wife, right? And that was just like, yes, he has a wife. Moving on, and then the whole yeah. It was like just get over it. It's just sex. I was like, whoa. Yes, and so the movie was not showing the scenes, which is why we did finish the movie. But at the end of the movie, Ethan was like, we shouldn't watch this again. You know, like this is not a movie that has values that we want to emulate. Nor was it a movie we were watching to learn about society or something, you know. Yeah. And I mean, we've, as being parents, we've tried to do that with children's books and things even. Like, there was a book that Ethan read to Eliza when she was very little, and it said something like, the moon shines for you and the geese squawk for you and whatever. And, oh, I hated it. And Ethan was like, get rid of this book. <laughs> because we I do hated that, that book. Ethan was like, we do not want to teach our children. You're the center of everything. Yeah, the world was not made for you. Um, the, the world is not made to worship you. Yeah. The moon is not for you to, you know, yeah, as he said. God did make these things for us to enjoy, but it is not. The moon is not worshipping you because you are so great. And the geese are not squawking for you alone because... They're not squawking for you. Yeah. Period. They're squawking because God made them to squawk. <laughs> and if we enjoy their sound, it's because God allowed us to enjoy the sound. Exactly. But it's for God's glory, not yours. Anyway. Yes, I, I really I really hated that book. I, don't, I think I stopped halfway through. And I was like, no, we're done. Anyway, side note, side tangent. Um, but I think I'm I'm kind of like and I, maybe you said I just don't have an answer I was just I, I think I'm even now trying to figure out how do we discern where we put our money and that is what streaming services we're putting our money towards what um, exercise apps we're putting our money towards what um even, like, stores we are shopping at, right? So it's I mentioned hard... this earlier today about um, we're on Disney+. Plus. We don't have it. <clears throat> but someone that we know has it. And whenever you buy into a service like that, you're buying everything. Your money's going towards all of it. Mm-hmm. It's not just you going to the store and buying Aladdin and your money's going towards Aladdin. When you buy Disney Plus, you buy it all. And there was a, there was a Dr. Fauci like special. Um, and if you're buying Disney Plus, your money's going towards that. That should make anybody really swallow hard. Like, oh, I shouldn't, I'm not very comfortable with this. Um, and so Berlin and I were talking about that. And I, I want to transition away from streaming services because there's lots of gross content that you're sponsoring when you buy it. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, if we buy 
I don't know. Frozen. Yeah. Give me something here. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you buy one product, then you are supporting that one thing. And, like, Disney owns it, yes. If you feel convicted not to support Disney in any means, then yes, you would not buy Frozen. But, um, yeah, but yeah, when you do the streaming service, you're actually putting money towards them creating more content that might be against your values. And, and to reconcile that might mean <laughs> stopping getting Disney Plus. Some. Hey, all the movies that win those big awards, they're all these movies no one heard of, and they're all these liberal pet park projects. So what he's meaning by that is, <laughs> is that a lot of movies that have won things in even the last five years or something, they're often very feminist, very um, racially oriented. They're winning for racial oriented things. They're winning for um, s- different se- sexuality reasons. They're winning for feminist reasons. Um, that it's the heart of what Disney wants. You know, what those big studios want. That's what they want. Yeah, the big studios want um, ideologies that are against Christian values to prosper. Sorry. And we reconcile that by possibly not putting our money toward it. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So consider that whenever you're buying Netflix Media. or yeah. anything. You're buying the whole package, even... Their soft porn movie flicks they got going. Yeah, and God made us to want to enjoy art and media in the sense of um, movies and music and books. They're art. And it's okay to utilize those things to entertain ourselves, to enjoy some of these things, but we need to do it very consciously. And with a lot of discernment. It should not be something we just flippantly choose um, a new show or a new book or a new movie and think it'll be fine. Um, To really do research before choosing a movie or music or whatever to see what goes into these things. I mean, it's I think it's very important. It's much, much more important than I ever thought it was four years ago. I'm much more conscious now of what I take into my eyes and my ears um, than, I, than I used to be. Whenever I try to talk to people about this, I'm like, well, maybe somebody could be okay with watching that. I remember like being much yeah. younger. And then the person like, I was talking to... Maybe you can't to, handle it, but I can. Well, the person I was always talking to, because I'd be questioning it, they're like, well, that's me. Like, of course I can handle it. Because okay. I don't want to give it up. But it was, <clears throat> it was always that assumption. It just kind of... Made me laugh just looking back and thinking about that. Of course you're the exception and not the rule. Yeah, and, and what are you saying? Like, <clears throat> well, actually, it, it doesn't bother me to watch slight sex scenes in movies. Like, I do, I'm not tempted towards pornography, so it's okay. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, but is it pornography? Whether <laughs> you are or are not tempted by it, is it beneficial for a Christian to watch that? But I don't no. really think anything from it when I see another woman's naked body. I'm but like, but that's the thing. You shouldn't be looking at another woman's naked body, period. Yeah. And I mean, okay, it's the same thing I said with books a second ago. When I come across scenes that were unexpected and one-time things, I just skim over it. Like, or, you know, it's just like skipped. The paragraph is skipped. Or whatever. You can do the same thing in movies. 
there are there are movies out there that are fun to watch and are not just like totally baseless the whole movie that might have a a slight scene that is not you know appropriate just skip them like we've done that for years and it's really good i mean there are there are a you know vid angel or whatever services out there that will do that for you um which i'm sure are fine too but i'm just like there's nothing you shouldn't feel guilty for skipping something that is like that you know like so be it even like in front i before Ethan and I even dated, we were watching The Sixth Sense. <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? It is. Don't hate. And it's really, I mean, really a great movie. <laughs> it was free on YouTube for the longest time I've ever seen anything about it. So it's actually a terrible movie in my opinion, but Ethan and all of his friends liked it. And there's no. one scene in it where there's like, I don't even want to say... It might be like the outline of a woman's body can be seen or something. And I remember Ethan and his friends were like, it was me and some other freshman girls and they were older than us and whatever. And they skipped it. They skipped the scene. And I remember thinking like, what are they? We can handle this. We're fine. (laughs) And now looking back, I'm like, wow, thanks for protecting us. (laughs) 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 Just because... It was probably one of the first times in my life that someone had tried to censor for my good. Something like that. Hmm. And um, so then when when I was around students and watched a movie at one point, I a different movie, but um, yeah, one in which there was one love scene that really just shouldn't didn't need to be watched. I skipped it too, and I just was like, yeah, this isn't something that needs to be. You're not weak for skipping a sex scene in a movie. <laughs> Which I think sometimes people feel, though. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, well, I should be able to handle this. Or, like, I... Yeah, like, if I'm if I'm within God's will enough and I'm following... You know, if I'm not participating in any kind of sexual sin and I'm not tempted toward it, I should be able to handle viewing You really such think things. that's, like, the line of thinking for that? I used to feel that way. Hmm. I, I don't think always, but yeah, I think sometimes. I, I mean, that might be even true for myself. I just can't remember at this moment. <clears throat> I had to stop and think about that. <laughs> and then it's just like... Because also the world definitely... What does the world laugh at? The world laughs at prudence. The world laughs at... Wanting to keep yourself pure from yeah, purity. sexual sins. <laughs> purity in any sense. Purity of mouth not cursing and whatnot the world laughs at that right they're like multiple times this has been said to me like when was the last time you cursed and i'm like it 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 matters not when the last time i cursed was (laughs) when was the last time you read your bible (laughs) but right like the world laughs at purity in any form and so it, it might seem like well, I am weak or I am immature if I have to skip something, if I can't handle viewing or hearing something like that. Um, we were, I, I think it's very natural for a teenager to think that, though. Okay. A teenager yeah. and even a, someone in their 20s. Yeah. But I think as you get older, you start to get a little... Care about a lot less, let alone these things. <laughs> I think you become a lot less stupid. Uh, in terms of what you can and cannot, what you should or should not be doing. Your maturity of spirit increases, and yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the other thing is, right, like, 
I don't know how to say this. Were you to be walking down a street and there were to be a woman improperly, immodestly dressed, like grossly immodestly dressed, we are to turn our eyes. Sure. Yes. But you didn't choose to view that. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, that is not a situation that I'm saying, like, because you can't handle, quote, can't handle seeing a woman improperly dressed, maybe just don't go outside anymore. (laughs) Right. That's not, but I'm like a movie or a book or like a, a media product. You are choosing to view it beforehand so you can choose certain products that are more beneficial for you. Right. I don't know how, you know, earlier I said something like, just don't watch movies that have those sexual content in it. And I'm like, well, I, I realize that in other scenarios in life, you might come across. You might even be watching situations. a movie with a bunch of friends. Yeah. And you're in a room. What are you going to do? Run out of the room really quick? No, I, I think you should just. You look, tur- avert your eyes. Yeah, turn away. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. And maybe even plug your ears for a little bit. Yeah, if there were anything that. Yeah. Or like around family or whatnot that curses. It's not like I just, I'm like, see you later. Can't handle this. But in a movie, I can choose if there's just, if it's rated R for for violence and cursing, like language, then I might, for me, I might choose not to do that. Hmm. Um, that's not beneficial, but I'm, I'm not going to stop being around people because they do that. I just, but if they're in my home and they were cursing a lot around my children, I think it's very appropriate to simply state to them, hey, could you please not do that in my home? Yeah, absolutely. And that actually has happened. Yeah. And I think most people would be uncomfortable with that, but I think it's your home. You should be doing that. Mm -hmm. Especially within your four walls. I don't know if I'd do it, I don't think I'd do it in public unless you told them, like, hey, can you watch your mouth? You're around Mm -hmm. my kids. But we're around a lot of foul-mouthed sailors. Also, though, I'm like, whoops, we have kind of drifted but I, I think, right, in general, what we ended up talking about during this time was how we discern media, how we should be figuring out what we consume, and that what we consume should be, I mean, for the most part, glorifying to God. It shouldn't... Yeah, yeah, making a distinction between viewing or listening to something for an understanding of the time's purpose versus a consumption. Right? That's what you're trying to get out. Where are you enjoying? Where are you enjoying life? Are you doing it in a way that we, that are you, are you singing to God? Are you being still? The songs that you sing are very reflective and pouring into yourself more than you probably even realize. But anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's about it. Do you have anything else? No. Okay, goodbye for now. See you on the next episode of... Meet the Elgins. <laughs> <laughs>